0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Lydia Flocchini, the Chief Marketing Officer at SharePoint Technologies, Debbie Foster, the CEO at Affinity Consulting, and Laura Wenzel, the Global Director of Product Marketing at I manage Lydia Debbie Laura. Nice to see you. Yari, great to see everyone. Great to see you guys. So a consortium of your three companies has just released a new report about dynamic leadership. It's called Dynamic Leadership, Rapid Growth, and Increased Profitability in a Post-Pandemic Era. Insights on Navigating Digital Transformation in the Modern Law Firm based on interviews with 18 chief operating officers, 10 executive directors, one CEO, and one chief administrative officer at mid-sized law firms. Lydia, what were the most interesting findings from this report, and how do you see law firms driving change in the current environment?
1: This particular question is very interesting to me, in that when I was looking at the report and reading it, three key themes stood out. The first is just how leaders are really having to think about the new skill set that they have to have. And this is crucially important today in this digital world because you're managing a variety of environments, whether that is people that are working hybrid, some that are in their offices, some that are working from home. And so you have to really think about how you're going to grow, innovate, and have a competitive advantage in that that type of environment. So things that stood out, having to be a change agent, how are you going to do that? That's a new skill set that everyone is really having to adapt to. Being a data steward and a data champion and really creating a data-driven mindset across a law firm and how you think about the way that shapes the strategy for the firm moving forward. The, another thing that I thought about was just the financial acumen that is required in really thinking about long-term growth for the firm, how you're looking at data, real-time, current, and having that be able to go across the firm to think about how that enables others.
0: Laura, one of the key takeaways from the research is that digital transformation is on the rise with 63% of the respondents reporting that their firms automate frequently created documents and 73% create workflows around their repeatable processes. How should readers interpret this data to improve their productivity?
2: When you think about digital transformation, it has been really a hot buzzword for really decades now. But I truly feel we have reached a point where client expectations and really being able to deliver on those expectations has driven many legal leaders to really think about how they're running their firm and thinking about running it as a business. So it's taken on this understanding that legal leaders have to have both sort of the technical aptitude as well as the financial aptitude, which really plays into this digital transformation being effective. So it's really not just adopting new tech, but those that are really experiencing the benefits are those that kind of take a step back and understand their workflows and are using technology to improve the workflows, to help their end users be more effective in the way that they work, and not trying to force them to change the way they work. And when you think about, as we're at the precipice of generative AI, right? So when, it, when you're automating processes, you have to understand your processes. You have to take time to document those processes. Things work product that doesn't necessarily deliver to the client service, but are essential to being successful. So now that we're talking about generative AI, all of the legal leaders who have invested in understanding their workflows and automating them are at a bit of an advantage because in order for you to really be effective applying AI to your automation, you really have to understand how your employees work, how your lawyers work, how they think to really be effective. So as you think about the future and the leaders using this information, it's fundamental that they look to their peers and how have they been successful? What have they implemented and building on that?
0: Debbie, there was a common theme in the report about driving the adoption of new tools through training with 43% noting that their firms offer leadership training for those who are elevated into senior management positions. What are some best practices that law firm leaders should incorporate into their training?
3: So I think there's two sides to it. A leadership training part Law firms and many organizations are guilty as charged with promoting someone to leadership and then not helping them understand what kind of tools they need to have to be effective, excellent leaders. And I tell people all the time, it's a journey. Leadership is a journey. We are in a never stop learning. There's always a new book to read, always a new thing to consider when you're talking about giving feedback and how to really drive and motivate your team to be the best that they can be, which of course helps with growth and profitability and all those other great things. But the second part of it around tools, adoption of new tools. We are in an era now where it's impossible to keep up with the changes that are being added to the tools that we use, whether it is our Microsoft 365 suite of products, or it's something more specific and more vertical like SharePoint or Coyote Analytics or iManage. There are new features being added all the time. So what Laura talked about in thinking about how you get your work done, that is a never stop doing Opportunity because there's always a new feature. There's always a new piece of functionality or a new way to think about how to incorporate the tool into how you're getting work done. So, when we think about new tools, usually from a law firm perspective, we're pretty good about providing training on the new tool. But if I teach you how to do 46 things in your new tool, you're only going to remember four of them and you're going to struggle. So, training has to be built into our culture. Whether we're training people how to be leaders and how to be effective managers, or we're training people how to use the tools that they have to get their work done, or we're training people on process reimagination, so we can think differently about how we get our work done and how our firms are going to grow and how we're going to increase and improve profitability.
0: Lydia, 47% of the respondents advise they spend more than 20% of their time Mm -hmm. focusing on strategy and innovation. Do you expect this number to rise as that becomes a greater part of a law firm leader's role?
1: Absolutely, without question. If you're looking to differentiate, think about how you're going to grow, thrive and gain a competitive advantage, you absolutely have to think about spend more time collaborating, working with other stakeholders to think about how are you going to do that together? Whether it's improving the culture of the firm, thinking about how are you going to enable those at the firm to be more successful through that change management, through the ability to create this sense of growth in everyone at the firm, both in their professional development. You're talking about a multi-generational environment that everyone has to learn to adapt to. And as a leader, how you keep learning and how you keep adapting to enable those at the firm to feel that they can do their best work feel that they can reimagine even how they're interacting with their clients and giving them the technology and the tools to be successful. And so if you're not spending time on that, it's going to be very hard to think about how your firm is going to succeed in the future. More and more, we focus on, or you hear about, what is a healthy organization? What can leaders do to create that, to create a competitive advantage? And we're going to see that will become critically important for employee retention, to attract different attorneys and legal professionals who want to be part of a law firm that is going to give them an environment where they can really grow and thrive to be their best. And strategy is key to that and planning that out.
0: Laura, 70% of the respondents reported that legal technology helps drive the growth of their law firms. 90% indicated that legal technology helps their firms increase revenue. And all of them noted that it helps their teams deliver better client service. How has the process of evaluating and implementing technology in law firms evolved, particularly since the pandemic?
2: Obviously, with the quick change that the pandemic brought in terms of a quick adoption of technology, I think we all acknowledge that that happened. But really, in order to improve client service, increase efficiency and productivity, it's not just about the adoption of tech. Specifically, when you think about improving that client service, it's really about the transparency of where you are with your client, as well as being able to share and reuse and build on the collective knowledge or the collective intelligence of your firm. Because when it comes to a legal firm, it is really your people and their knowledge that drives your competitive advantage. So your legal tech has to be able to enable that to function at the highest level so that when you are working with your clients, besides the transparency, you are building on a wealth of your knowledge, your collective intelligence of your entire law firm. And what legal tech should help you to do is really be able to find, store, share, reuse that knowledge in order to be effective. So I think that's fundamental. I think the other piece of legal technology that helps law firms is making sure once again, that you are integrating with the workflows, that you are providing that seamless end user experience so as they're working within their familiar applications, and whether that's I managed Microsoft 365 or other business systems, you make it so easy that they stay within applications they use, they remain secure, and they're able to build on the firm's knowledge to deliver that enhanced client service. And of course, inherent with that seamless interaction is the ease of use, the efficiency, and the productivity.
0: Debbie, one law firm leader featured in the report said, not only were we keeping the spinning plates in the air before the pandemic, now someone has lit them on fire. How do you see leadership evolving in light of all the changes in the market and the, the delivery of legal services, particularly in an AI-centric future?
3: I feel like Laura just threw me a softball to cue up the answer to this question and we didn't even coordinate in advance. So I think the first thing is the leaders have to slow down. I get that the plates are burning. I have burning plates too. We have to slow down. We have to think about how to deal with our burning plates. When we have client demands and we have pressure coming to us from all different angles, the thing that tends to suffer the most is how we lead and being effective leaders, and canceling our one-on-ones with our people, and mentorship, and all of those things are the things that get backburnered. And that's pretty historically true almost everywhere I go. No one has time to do the things that are really important. And how AI plays a role in that, and we're all doing our best guess as to what's going to happen from a generative AI perspective. But what Laura was saying reminds me of that meme that I've seen that says, I know it only took me 15 minutes to solve your problem, but it took me 20 years to learn how to solve your problem in 15 minutes. And you pay for the years and not the minutes. And I think that if law firms would stop for a second and think about that, if they want to, the fear of what is generative AI going to do to the legal profession, that quote is the answer. The value that we bring to our clients is the 20 years of knowledge and expertise. Generative AI is not going to do that for us, but it is going to do all of those other things that are rote processes that we do over and over again. So if a law firm wants to think about the, how do I not have so many burning plates? Start focusing on value, start focusing on the value that you bring and start thinking about how to price your services according to value.
0: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Lydia Flocchini, the Chief Marketing Officer at Shorepoint Technologies, Debbie Foster, the CEO at Affinity Consulting, and Laura Wenzel, the Global Director of Product Marketing at iManage, a consortium of the three companies, has just released a new report, Dynamic Leadership, Rapid Growth, and Increased Profitability in a Post-Pandemic Era, Insights on Navigating Digital Transformation in the Modern Law Firm. Lydia, Debbie, Laura, thank you so very much.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.